SoCo Veg is a vegan meal delivery service where all of our meals are 100% vegan and handcrafted by Dean, classically trained chef. All the meals are fully cooked and cooled, so when you get them, all you need to do is heat them up and enjoy. We are based in South County, which is where the SoCo comes from, um, but we deliver to most of Rhode Island and the areas that we don't deliver to yet, we have meeting points so that you can make sure to get your SoCo veg wherever you live. How did you two meet? What is the Gene Dooley? Gene? Oh, I like wow. that. Gene and Dooley. <laughs> Dean <laughs> and Julie. What is the Dean and Julie origin story? So um, we met um, in Colorado online. We're dating and got married out there and decided that we wanted to travel the world together. And both of our families live on the East Coast. We knew we wanted to move back and be closer to them. So we quit our jobs and sold everything and traveled the world and that's how we landed here in Rhode Island. That is so cool. I yeah. love the bit of um, travel stories you infuse when you share the menus and stuff. Um, yeah. I do like that. So I guess our second question would be what inspired you to start SoCo Veg? I'll take that one. Um, so I've worked in many places before, places that either offered vegan food or were full vegan restaurants. Um, and it's something that we noticed that there's none of that down here uh, in South County. So during the pandemic, it was one of those things where, you know, people weren't going out to restaurants anyway. I was working in food service. We actually were living in Philadelphia, the pandemic hit, and then I lost my job. Uh, so we decided to move back to Rhode Island and, you know, in hopes of finding something else here. Uh, but there was nothing because all the food service was done. Um, so we just decided that we would start our own business. And we just kind of said vegan is good. Um, it's something that more and more people are opening up to. Plant-based is very, um, I don't want to say in vogue, because it's, it's like a lifestyle now. Like more and more people are starting to come around to try it. Um, you know, and they... Even if you're not vegan, you're a lot more apt to try it. So you know, just having worked in other restaurants and see people that would come in and were like, I'm not vegan, but I like eating at said restaurant that I've worked at before. Um, it really gave us something to think about, like, oh, we can do that in South County. Um, and being that restaurant, opening a full-fledged restaurant was not really in the cards. We... Uh, Julie put something on Facebook and someone reached out and said, hey, I'm working in this kitchen and you can rent space from us. So we uh, made it official, made it legit. And January 1st, 2021, we started with Soko Veg and have been delivering food ever since. We found that there really was nothing, as Dean mentioned, there really was nothing down here that offered that wide range of vegan options like there's a lot of places around that have something vegan but typically it's not made for vegans it's a dish that they'll just take say take the cheese off or they'll take the mayonnaise off and you know slap a bur uh, an impossible burger or something mm -hmm. on but it's not made for the vegan lifestyle so when we realized that there really was nothing down here and um, it was also a nice way for, you know, Dean to be able to flex his culinary muscles too and really like, you know, bring all of our love of the food around the world and 
and do it in a way where everyone can enjoy it, mm-hmm. not just the people that eat a certain way. So, yeah. yeah. And that's something we really wanted to do was make sure we could bring a lot of the food that we had while traveling, like bring that to everyone. Um, because also, you know, like Julie said, there's, you can get vegan options down here, but you're not going to find vegan options that are also worldly. Um, and if you find some vegan options, chances are it won't be, you know, like a vegan um, Malaysian dish or vegan like South American style things. You know, it's, it'll be like a burger without cheese. It's made with Impossible Burger and kind of phoned in a little bit. But, you know, yeah. and those all have a place. It's good. But we just wanted to do something that's even more, I don't know, better something that's different from what everyone robust yeah yeah Yeah. your menus also uh i'm sure you've done a theme or you've thought of one consistent Mm -hmm. theme but each meal kind of is different Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. like if you order all three meals you're getting a different thing Mm -hmm. most of the time if you're going to a restaurant and they're going to have a vegan option it's not you're not going to have those options of all the different places like you can't have a curry and an eggplant parm mm-hmm. on the same menu right. like ever yeah. it's just not gonna happen yeah, yeah. we say yeah. we do say that a lot when we're trying to promote it's like where else can you go and get go to south america mm-hmm. and to italy <laughs> and to thailand in one week yeah. mm-hmm. and we think about that a lot too when we're deciding on what we want to put on the menu we think about that too like okay, if we're serving a curry, that's going to come with rice. So we're going to make sure that the other dish that's on the menu doesn't have rice so that your whole week isn't consumed rice. with yes. rice. Yeah. <laughs> or, or you know, same with the flavor pro- profiles and things yeah. like that. So, Like, I like leftovers, but I'm like a the next day lunch, maybe. <laughs> Not like every night we're going to eat dinner. the same thing for dinner. <laughs> yeah. No, like, let's make one giant pot of pasta on Sunday and live yeah. off that. <laughs> I don't know who you're talking about. Um... In the beginning, um, what were the biggest struggles? What was the learning curve? Because, I mean, I'm going to say, like you said, like no real experience doing something like this at all before. You have experience in a restaurant. Yeah. But, you know, what was the learning curves? What were the struggles? And then, you know, how have you learned from those and gotten to where you are now? So I think for me personally, I'll start. <laughs> um, I've done a lot of catering. So SoCo Veg, the way that we do it is kind of like setting up a catering. But I've done catering in the fact of I know how to cook the food. It was really the front end of everything, the ordering people, customer interface, that ordering, um, taking payments, everything like that. And Julie did everything that was customer facing. Uh, And I'm just the grumpy chef in the back. Um, (laughs) So that was our big struggle and she can expand more on that. But for me, cooking-wise, it was really figuring out portion size of, like, how much we want to offer. You know, the people that... We've had people that have been with us since day one, and I'm sure they've seen the portions, like, go from, like, oh, this is a nice small meal to, like, okay, I'm getting my value now because we've honed that in. But the big part was definitely the front end that Julie is taking care of. Yeah, we, we knew that we could do food right because dean dean can do the food he we he knows his flavors he's done this for his entire life but it was everything else about it was brand new to us so 
how are we going to take the orders? Um, how are we going to take the payments? How are we going to communicate with the customers? How are we going to package the food? How are we going to get it to the people? <laughs> um, so it's, it's all of that. So all of that was new to us and it was really kind of just trial and error. Um, I've had a lot of experience in office settings. So that has really helped me with, with a lot of the customer facing and the, the logistics behind everything. Um, so it's still a hurdle. We're still figuring out what system works best. Um, one huge thing that we've learned is there's really no system or software that's that caters to what we do. Um, especially our, our structure and our payment and how our deliveries work and all of that. So that's something that we're still working on and trying to figure out. But yeah, I would say the biggest thing was the actual getting the food to the people. <laughs> the logistics of it. of it all. Yeah. Like no. Making the food, cooking it, cooling it down, and then portioning it. That's easy. Oh, you know, yeah. we, we knocked that out of the park. It was the, okay, how do we get this to yeah. people? And I think, we've, I, I think we've done a good job in, in how we've managed that. Yeah. Um, and it's helped. We've gotten feedback from customers and um, you know suggestions. Everyone in this community is out to help, so everyone wants to help. And we've gotten some great suggestions and help from our customers and other people in the community. And so that's been amazing too. But yeah, that's I would say the biggest struggle is that, and something we're still working on. <laughs> every day, every yeah. week, it's a learning curve because yeah. it's one of those something things happens where, every week. Yeah. Julie, so there's no system in place anywhere it's literally you know she takes it from here and brings it to here and yeah so it's, yeah there's really nothing that's made for what we need for it to be so if you know any good web developer people that aren't very expensive <laughs> those <laughs> but, two go hand in hand yeah right? cheap web development yeah yeah um just kind of a follow-up on that i mean that's part of the process of making sure you're successful is being flexible not just saying well this is what we do and this yeah. is our method and saying there's going to be refining and mm -hmm. constantly just like it with making the food and preparing yeah. the food but mm -hmm. the logistics and all of that mm -hmm. as well yeah absolutely yeah it's important to be flexible and and go with the flow and learn every week something <laughs> happens almost every week something happens and we're like yeah. okay now we know that's got to be a double check or <laughs> yeah. a triple check or a quadruple check yeah. um for the next week so yeah like even last week we've been doing it for almost a year and um I still can't count and I made two extra of one dish and you know it's the end of our service and we're like why is there two extra of these bowls like what happened <laughs> like and you know no one called and said hey I didn't get my bowl so like obviously I just made two extra and you know it's always something yeah <laughs> hey there's worse things yeah. than yeah. having two yeah. extra we rather have extra <laughs> then uh oh we're too short yes. there have been there's times there's been where, times where not, fortunately not many but and, and again, you just got to yeah. go with it, and people are very understanding. And, and now we make buffer we always, meals. Yeah, now we make buffer <laughs> meals, so yeah. it helps. Yeah. So leading up to that, I guess, is what is your week like getting everything together? Um, do you guys ever take like a day off from this? So the week really starts on Saturday. Saturday is when we send out the menu. Um, our, our week actually kind of starts and ends on the same day. Um, so Saturday is also the day that we get all of the food out, but um, it also starts on Saturday. So Saturday it starts, we send our menu out for the week. 
And between Saturday and Tuesday, we collect our orders. So the orders come in over the course of those few days. Um, and over the course of those few days, we are sending out emails and we're posting on social media and we're communicating with customers, collecting payments, everything, um, kind of leading up to the yep. big cook, the big cook <laughs> for the week. <laughs> so I'll let you and take then, it away from Tuesday. So on Tuesday, our orders close on Tuesday, um, but Tuesday I also go shopping. So. Um, we go up to, I go up to Cranston and I guess Providence sometimes here and there, um, go to restaurant depot and a few other stores and I buy all my, I make a, a big list. Um, you know, just like any chef would, like you make your requisition list and you go through and I go through, I, you know, I know where everything is there. I, uh, am very good with the, the money and the planning. So I like, look, find out best prices um so i spend the entire tuesday kind of going around getting food um buying items you know whatever i can get locally we get locally um sometimes it's not really an option especially during the winter there's not too much too much growing right now um but spend my tuesday doing that and then wednesday is a little bit of a i say relaxed day but you know it's not not a big push day. So Wednesday is the day I come in. I chop onions. Um, I chop garlic. I just do some of the basic prep stuff. Um, because we're such a small micro business, um, and it literally is just me, I use that day to do all my prep because bigger places, bigger restaurants, you know, they would have a prep person. Um, if they're making good money, they would, you can buy pre-diced onions, pre-diced garlic. You know, you can buy already roasted and chopped potatoes like there's a whole plethora of things that you can do in the restaurant industry um to make your life easier but because it's just me and we're trying to you know optimize our budgets i do all of that on wednesday so you know last week we were in here cutting potatoes and you know it's it's the small things like that um that we do on wednesday so then thursday i can come in and I go through and I, that same list that I make, I uh, do a prep list for myself. So I go through, there's things that can be made on Thursday, things that I have to do on Friday. Um, you know, it all depends on the, the setup of it, the cooking time, the how long, you know, some items need to set up. Like this week we're making a lentil walnut loaf. So I can't really make that on Friday morning and then plate it up Friday afternoon. It kind of has to set up you know so yeah. that i make on thursday um friday i come in i cut it and then you know we portion it up, portion it up that day um friday night is our first set of pickups yeah so we have to be done by friday um at 5 30 because that's what time the first set of pickups is so um you know we like to push as much as we can to, you know, I can't really make food on Wednesday for you. And like, if the first day you're getting it is gonna be on Saturday, like, so I try and push it out as far as I can, um, but everything has to be done by Friday at 5.30. So that's the first set of push it, or not push-ups, definitely no push-ups. <laughs> um, pick-ups. pick-ups is Friday, yeah. Um, push-ups in between pickups. Yeah, yeah. 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 So then, yeah, so once Friday night um, hits, it's kind of like first sense of 
breathing for the yep. week. Yep. Everything's done as far as the food is concerned. Um, so pickups come Friday night, and then we have another set of pickups Saturday morning from our kitchen as we're loading everything up to um, to head out for deliveries. We've been able to get some help with deliveries. Nice. So we're getting all of all of that set up for everyone to take their deliveries out for us, and um, that's been very nice um, to have to have some help with that. Yeah. Um, and so Saturday, go ahead, yeah. I was just gonna say though, like we load up our coolers. So we have like um, like really big catering coolers um, that fit perfectly into our car. And you just fill them up with ice sheets and- They say it yeah, keeps them very, very cold. Like up to, it says five days, but I don't, the yeah, food's don't. not sitting in there for five <laughs> days, trust me. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, so then we, we head out for our deliveries and then, um, so then, it's kind of that cross point where the um the menu has gone out and so the orders start coming in and so it's like the breathing and like also then the excitement starts again for the next week um so we we have um we have sundays off um together um so that's so orders are still coming in and there's still correspondence with everyone but it's really our day and breathe yes yes yes. i also get monday julie has a full-time job i also have a full-time job so um so dean has sun we have sunday together and then dean also has monday and then which i just sleep and (laughs) watch documentaries (laughs) you know we cut we also think about what we had last week so if we had a big chickpea week last week then we'll be more hesitant on putting another chickpea dish on the menu even if it's something like oh i couldn't wait to do this chickpea dish we'll be like oh okay we'll have to wait on that for a couple weeks because people might be chickpeaed out they might be a little chickpeaed out or like (laughs) like we were you know last month we were on a curry kick because a lot of people like were like oh curry i want this curry and so we're doing like you know a cambodian curry a thai curry uh you know what do we do well we did indian so yeah, like curry. curry, but not the same style of curry. But you know, there's a lot of lemongrass involved, and mm-hmm. yeah. you know, it's like okay, it's, yeah, it's all completely different. But like, there's lemongrass involved, and that mm-hmm. has a very specific tasting. Like okay, it's enough that of the enough. lemongrass. I'm sure, that was easier for you though to maybe buy more of that in bulk, and then you're using like. Well, I just buy yeah. every week. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yes, no, in general, like, we do you try like, to do that. Use yes. the same like ingredients, yeah, yeah. And yeah stuff, for sure. Because I know that's like the hardest thing when we're cooking just at home. Um, yeah. Which is why we're such huge fans of your service. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> because like trying to buy, not overbuy certain things, mm, yeah. but yeah. buy enough. Yeah. And then you're like, well, I'm buying it for this one recipe, and then yeah. tomorrow I'm gonna have something totally different yeah. with yeah. totally different ingredients. Yeah, for sure. Um, we thought about we thought about that too in some of the dishes like we did the eggplant parm this past week and so we had um, a lot of extra eggplants and so we thought how could we use these we ended up deciding to I thought I was going to have a lot of extra eggplants yeah he didn't, didn't end up having the but we, but we think about that if it's an ingredient that can hold over yeah, yeah. then it's nice to plan a menu item yeah. so that we can not have to just discard of the ingredient yeah. so yeah. yeah we end up buying more than we need. Yeah. But things like, you know, in the summer you buy that thing of like the spring mix salad and you're like, yeah. we're going to oh. make salads every oh, day. Oh, we know. And you we do know that, that very well. You do that for yeah. one day and then yeah. That, yeah. that salad somehow gets like, a, 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 something else gets pushed in front of it yeah. and it's like a month later, it's like, oh, that's still in the back of the fridge. <laughs> Liquid salad yes. now. Yes, oh, yes, we know that very, boy. very well. Very well. Well, that's one thing that we say, I actually say this to Julie a lot about salads because she made me a salad last night. When someone else makes your food, it tastes so much better. So I'm like, I can make a salad, like it's a salad. I buy bag mix. I can 
throw that in there and chop a cucumber. Yeah. Eh. She made me a salad last night. And it, like, it just, it tastes so much better. <laughs> so it's just, you know, like that's one thing why, you know, we think it's really popular because some people really love making food and they're like, yeah, this is great. I'm home cook, you know. And then other people are just like, I want something and I don't want to make it. And it tastes better when someone else makes it. So that's where, you know, we, we like to come in and we've, really knock it out of the park. We've had um, quite a few customers that have let us know that we've helped their like home life with our food, which just makes us over the moon happy and feel so good because we're introducing new fun flavors they don't have to be in the kitchen cooking or thinking about or it. thinking about what they're going to make or shopping for any of it and they get to sit down with their family and just yeah. enjoy and it's good food and it's different yeah. and and so it's just made us like that's the why we're doing like yeah. that's a big part of why we are just so happy with everything yeah, that we're doing that's why we depend on you guys yeah, yeah, there's no fights. There's no <laughs> dishes to clean yeah. after. Yeah, yeah. Cooking makes me like I. I enjoy meals that take lots of like all the ingredients, yeah. so everything you need in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which yep. means like, that when I'm the one cleaning every right. little spoon. Yeah, yeah. That, that meme used. on Facebook where it's like I made this yes. recipe and it yes. like, shows the kitchen just like destroyed. Yes. and yeah. then it makes me stressed. Yep. Um. So you guys do the cooking yeah. for yeah. us, yeah. and it's exotic yeah. meals that yeah. I would have like a headache trying to yeah. eat. Yeah. <laughs> well, even like something like the eggplant parm we made, it's like if you're gonna make that, so at home you have to get your eggplant, you have to cut it, you have to salt it, you have mm -hmm. to then you know clean Let it off, and then you know for us we do flour, oat milk, breadcrumb, and then you fry it. And I'm like, for me it's easy because I have a big stainless table, I do it, I have a, a regular fryer do it up, you know, my marinara sauce splatters everywhere. It doesn't matter because everything's stainless steel. When we cook at home, it's horrible because it's just like this, you know. It goes everywhere. Yeah, there's like marinara sauce on the fridge and like, <laughs> you know, like flour gets everywhere from like doing eggplant and it's just, it's not. I mean, for us, shoot, we're in an apartment, so we've got like counter space that's maybe about the size of this table. Yeah, yeah. We, we, <laughs> we do too. too. We actually bought a, a stainless prep table for our house. We have like this much yeah. room. We also for, have to use it for prepping. We yeah. have to use it for um, everything else in yeah. 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 the house. But yeah. wait, but yeah. that's not what the kitchen table is for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If we had a kitchen table. Too. Yeah. But just to kind of like go back to what you were saying about like the impact it has on families. I mean, this past year, I mean, think about so many people working from home, mm -hmm. you know, having to like manage so much more of their, you know, if, if, when kids were home and remote yeah. and. To then like not have to say like you said stress over dinner, mm -hmm. making it, cleaning it, all that, and it's just like hey, let's just sit down, let's just yeah. we can just eat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that's that's so huge. We've Throwing heard so many stories like that, and it's just it makes us feel so good, and it just like we're what we're doing is making a difference really, and um, to do it all in in a vegan lifestyle where you can feel good about what you're eating. You can feel good about yes. your impact on the community and, you know, and the world, really, you're making a difference. So it's all great. It all feels really yeah. great. Yeah. Good. It should. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we still don't know what we're having for dinner any night. So. I don't know yeah. what we're having for dinner any night. Like, we're yeah. glad that we help other people, but we're always like, what do you want? I don't know. Yeah. It's the whole cobbler's yeah. kids thing, right? Yeah. Without yeah. the shoes. Yeah. As a married couple um, working together, 
how have you guys grown working together? Because that's a feat. <laughs> I think for us, it's very different because when we traveled the world together, it was one of those things where it's almost like we were working. Like you couldn't really get frustrated and angry when you're in a land where no one else speaks English and you can't interact with people. So I think we have a really good base um, of kind of working together and understanding. Um, it is different with me working with Julie with where we need to produce an item that comes out because um, I'm very particular in some things. So, you know, as time's gone on, it's, it's definitely gotten easier. Um, you know, it's, she knows how I like things to be done, so I don't have to. I'm the type of chef that would go through and say, no, no, do it again. And so we've, uh, we've definitely gone through all of that already. The nice thing about working together when being married is that you already know that person's style of, of work, of how they function and how they um, deal with situations that, good situations and bad situations. Mm -hmm. So if I'm doing something and I kind of notice, I can kind of tell when it's maybe not quite how he was expecting it. And when we're in the kitchen together, you know, he's the chef, it's his vision. So of course we wanted to make sure that that's portrayed. Um, but it goes both ways. But it's nice because we already know, basically we already know how each other functions and how we work. And we've actually had this conversation with um, someone else in the industry who who commented on it and they're like it's nice that you guys are married and know each other already because when you get into a kitchen with someone that you don't know then you don't know how they work and you don't know what might um, you know make them upset or make them yeah. work differently or how they handle situations whereas we already know that about each other so we have that foundation um, and we're also the couple we're that couple that like does everything together. So we're used to, like with our travels, we're used to doing everything together. So we're already used to spending a lot of time with each other anyway. So it works for us. I don't know if it would work for everyone. Yeah. Um, you definitely need to have a special type of relationship to be able to live and work um, and spend that much time with the other person. But um, luckily we balance each other out. So I don't think that we could have done our travels without having that type of relationship to begin with. And I don't think that we could be doing a business together if we hadn't have had the travels. Yeah. Um, so it kind of like all builds on it, on each other. So, yeah. Speaking of the travel, um, you guys had mentioned before, travel has been a big influence on the food. Um, what have been some of your favorite places you've traveled and where would you guys want to go to next when <laughs> we're all able to? Yeah. I think culinarily, um, places like... Japan, Thailand, um, other parts of Southeast Asia and South America have really spoken to us. Um, you'll see that reflected in our menus a lot. There's a lot of a lot of food that's from Southeast Asia or Japan. There's a lot of um, Colombian, Argentinian. Um, we've done some Chilean dishes. So there's a lot of things that from those areas that we we really enjoyed. People seem to enjoy. We really enjoy the south, um, the Southeast Asian uh, foods, and creating those in a vegan way, and the South American foods, and people seem to enjoy those too. Um, you can't get a lot of those flavors around here, especially vegan. So people really tend to gravitate towards the menus that we feature those cuisines on. So I think that's why we enjoy doing them so much, is because we see how much everyone else enjoys them too, and 
um, it's fun. It reminds us of our times there too. So that's always fun. But yeah, we love doing Asian foods. We love loved going to Asia. Yes. That it was, was just awesome. incredible. So we hope to be able to go back there soon. Uh, that would be awesome. But we really, it, it depends on what day you catch us, on which place we want to go back to <laughs> next. What because, food you may be craving that yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it really just, it really depends on the day. Because one day we're talking about going back to Singapore, and the next day we're talking about... France. Yeah, France, or Spain, or Italy, or you name it. Um, yeah. We do have a trip planned coming up to Colombia, so it'll be nice to go back there and, and enjoy some South American food and bring that back here. So Nice. One thing I found, at least in my travels, I have not been a big international traveler, but I've done a lot of traveling in the United States, and the diversity of food you find in the United States. So I think some people say, oh, you know, we make American dishes, but I think that can be so varied. What have you guys found in terms of culinary influences just within the United States and how it varies so much regionally? I mean, so we've done things like we did Gansett cakes and crab cakes. So like a Gansett cake we um, did from, what would we put in that? Banana, flour, chickpeas, hearts of palm, and it kind of is like a fish cake. And then we paired it with succotash. So it was very like New England. We've done the lobster roll. Um, we do a lot of Southern style barbecue. I say a lot. We do pulled pork. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, we've done um, like a smoky burger. And... Yeah. We did uh, like a St. Louis style rib where I use jackfruit and seitan and you mix it up and then you get like ribs. So it looks that like a rack good. of ribs. Yeah. And it's, you know, that's. Um, what else have we done that's very regional? I mean, I mean the barbecue is big. Um, we we've done a couple different types of barbecue. We've done the ribs, and then we've done more of like the pulled pork with with like sauce, barbecue sauce. Yeah, we've done Carolina style, like with the pork. We've done Carolina style, Kansas City style. Mm-hmm. You know, there's yeah. like barbecue itself is just a whole different animal yeah um we've done some like soul food type things um trying mac to think and cheese. yeah, yeah mac, with and mac and cheese, and cheese. Yeah. um do things i i like to do a lot of things with greens because to me they're delicious and you know they really have a good unique flavor that can speak to like a whole subset of cuisines you know that mm-hmm. when you have greens you know you're you're not in you know rhode island anymore like um, try to do some kind of like funky, I guess, California style cuisine, you know, like the salads with the, with some quinoa on it and throw some fruit and nuts. And, you know, that's, to me, it's kind of a California cuisine. Um, we do try to incorporate a, an American style dish in almost all of our menus. Um, we can very easily come up with the international foods but sometimes we find it hard to come up with the more American foods because a lot of the foods here are very diverse yeah. so and I mean for us like coming up with a new menu every week it's like when you think of American food it's burgers it's pizza um, tacos you know things that like people can get anyway um, you know for us it's kind of we don't want to just make veggie burgers because that's something that you can very easily you can go and buy that and then make your own and then yeah so we want to take people on a little bit of a trip but we've done burgers a few times but we try to do them in a way that you couldn't 
or maybe I'm sure you could, but you wouldn't want to do by yourself that have lots of toppings yeah. um, or have a little kick of a unique flavor in it. We, we did a Southwestern burger. Um, we've done like a smoky burger and paired it with like a really smoky cheese sauce. So you might at home not, not want to go be making all these components yeah. to a burger. Um, so it makes it more interesting to eat. And oh. plus the, the actual patty itself is not just a patty that you would buy at the supermarket. Yeah. It's made with lentils and walnuts and, well, there's a couple different varieties yeah. that we make, but um, but not one that you can go to the store and get. So. And don't forget the Philly cheesesteak that we yes, did. Yes, we've done two different uh, versions yeah. of, of Philly cheesesteak. We've done cheese one steak. where I made seitan, so it was kind of meat-like, and then we did one with mushrooms, which I feel like mushrooms was amazing. Being um, from, if you're a fun guy, yeah, <laughs> fun guy. <laughs> um, I'm from Philadelphia, um, they, suburbs. the suburbs of Philadelphia. Thank you. Um, so it it hit home for me to do a nice Philly cheesesteak. But we lived in Philly for a year. Um, unfortunately, we didn't get to experience too much of it because it was over COVID. But it definitely made us want to bring that back. So, how do you plan the menu for each week? Because each week is different. Um, so what goes into that planning? We try to think about what we did last week. We don't want, especially we have a lot of people that will get it week after week. So we don't want it, to, we want it to be different. Not only do we want the meals within the menu to be different for them, but we want it to be different for them from last week too. So we'll start to think about what did we do last week. Um, yeah, we don't want to do a Japanese dish and then something Korean because completely different, but same profile. And then we don't want to do a bunch of rice you know, so we have to kind of think of our starches and be like, well, we're doing a potato, so we want to do a pasta, uh, grain, you know, and just kind of go through. Um, normally it starts with one dish in our head. We're like, oh, I really want to do this. And then we just kind, kind of build of it off of there. Snowballs from there. And then we have a list of things that we know we want to make. And so sometimes it will start with looking through that list, like, oh, what do you want to make this week? Oh, this looks good. And then, like, as Dean said, it will kind of build off of there. Like, okay, well, this dish has pasta with it. So what can we do that has, um, you know, as Dean said, grains or a different starch? Or maybe we want to do a dish that doesn't have any starch. So that's kind of how they're built. Um, <laughs> there's no secret to it. There's no that. secret. And it's some weeks are easy and some weeks are really difficult. So it just kind of depends on <laughs> if you what know we're any, in the mood for. And any chef in the industry where they're like, come up with a special, you know, it's, it's the same thing. It's like, I don't know what to do. Like, <laughs> I've already done X, Y, and Z, so now I'll start back at, you know, A. Yeah. So it's, you know, that's, we just kind of pick something and then go off it from there. And then we're like, try and hit different continents, different flavor profiles. So people aren't just like thinking everything tastes the same when they eat it and so this list now is it like a bunch of different like scrap pieces of paper is it just like a list or does it like actually like tangentially exist is there an excel spreadsheet it's a <laughs> iphone note <laughs> that's sure. shared between the two of us so whenever <laughs> either of us has an idea we jump into the note yep. and write it. <laughs> um, so it and then evolves. You remember that you were the one, yeah. and we're that like, <laughs> yeah. what that idea was well, about. Well, like sometimes we'll be having a conversation, and he'll be like, "I really want to do this," and then we'll be like, "Oh, we could do it with this." I'm like, "Wait, before we do anything else, <laughs> let's write it down <laughs> because we will forget." Um, so yeah, we we have an ongoing yeah, evolving a whole list on that. Yeah, end. yeah, I love it. 
Yeah. And some weeks, like, we'll have it all written out, and it'll be almost set to go. And then one of us will be like, you know what? I don't think we should do that this week. And so then that one gets bumped to the bottom of the list for another time when we're looking <laughs> for some inspiration, and it builds from there. Yeah. So. And it also depends on, because everything is made by hand from scratch. You know, it's one of those things where it's like, if I'm doing falafel, I don't want to do something else where I have to, like, hand make. Because the falafel, it's, it goes from raw, dry chickpea, then it has to go through a whole process to be made. So it's not, you know, like, something where I want to have something else super involved. Mm-hmm. Um, because then I would just be working until Very, like, midnight. Some, some of the dishes are, are more labor-intensive than yeah. others, so... Um, like with the falafel, it's like, you know, you're balling up the falafel. And so there's a lot of involvement in that. And then so if you're also doing like a, a burger or a cake of sorts, there's a yeah. lot of hand forming and things like that. So and we try to And all the sides that. that we do because you get falafel. You can't just have falafel. You need hummus. You need tzatziki. You need mm-hmm. tahini sauce. You need the sides that go with it. So, you know, it's when our customers get the dish, it's not just some falafel and rice. It's... Yeah complete meal so we take those into account too yeah. there's been times we've had menus set to go and we're getting ready to publish and i'm like well that's a lot of work so because <laughs> you know. our not only are our flavors we try to keep our flavors very authentic and the dish very authentic but it also goes every step of the way so it's not just the falafels that are authentic in their flavor and how they're made it's everything that goes along with that so what would you normally get with this if you were in this country eating this food that's what we're going to give you so you're going to get all of the things (laughs) as much as we can yeah so and we don't feel like it's a dish that we can be stand behind and be happy to put out unless it's something that we know is how we would want to receive it and how we would get it if we were so would okay. you say that's been like a learning curve, like as you create like the menus to think about all the work you're going to have to oh, yeah. put in and like, as you're like putting these together, like, wait, because I'm sure it's different than being in a restaurant mm-hmm. where you have somebody helping like with the prep and stuff. This is all, this is the Dean show, yeah. <laughs> the Dean and Julie yeah. show. So. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's definitely, so when we first started, it was three dishes, no subs, no anything like that. And now we do three dishes. We do a soup. We do an add-on, which is either dessert or appetizer. Um, we offer gluten-free. And then we offer our customers, if they're like, I don't like cilantro or I don't like raw onion, I don't like anything like that, that's an easy substitute. We'll take some of those out. And then, um, so, you know, when we first started, it was very straightforward. Like, okay, this I'm is making... It. I'm making 60 of this, 60 of this, 60 of this, and now it's, you know, I have a list of, okay, I need eight gluten-free, I need one with no this, one with no that, one extra this cheese on the side, so. One doesn't want the mushrooms cut, he wants the mushrooms whole. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you still end up with those restaurant tickets, right? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That also shows itself in the form of an iPhone note. Yeah. Where I'm like, wait, check the note. I added one in that said they they would prefer if we left out the whatever this is. Yeah. And if it's something like that where we can easily leave it out, we're more than happy to be able to offer that. Yeah. Um, so we, we try to let people know if they, you see something on the menu that you're like, mm, I would like it. If it didn't have this, just reach out and let us know if it's something yeah. we can leave out. Sometimes we can't. 
Um, for example, all of the curries that we make, Dean makes the paste from scratch. So if it's an ingredient that goes into that paste, that's kind of the, the heart of that dish, we probably can't leave that out. But if it's can the I cilantro... No chickpeas? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sure, you can have the uh, you can bean, have the pita version. Yeah, <laughs> but I think um, another thing too that I mean, when we first started, it was just Julie and I doing it. It's still just Julie and I doing it. Um, but it was we would come in on a Saturday and we would spend fourteen hours and we would get everything done in one day. And you know, I think when everything is just going at that pace, where you come in and it's all raw ingredients, and by the time you go home, it you know, 10.30 at night, everything's done. It's like, okay, you know, it doesn't seem that bad. But when you come in there and it's like, I'm doing prep on this day and then, you know, it kind of, it can elongate a little bit more. Mm -hmm. um, you know, like today I was prepping some meatballs and then it's like, I made the meatball mix and I prepped them, but I still they haven't been cooked. So it's like that adds another thing where if, you know, before, if it was just one day, we would have just done it. It would completely. have. It's easier to be able to make accommodation accommodations when we have some more time to be able to think through how we're yeah. cooking it and and how it's being made. So, I think you're coming up on a year, right? Yes. So anniversary. anniversary. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so, where do you want to see things go in the next year? Um, and you know, New England veg is that going to be? <laughs> what are I mean, you guys? What are you guys hoping for? For us, we definitely want to expand our offerings more. Um, you know, we want to be able to offer people breakfast items, um, be it burritos or you know chia oat bowls, things like that. That are, you know, something where you can still have the plant-based item and just heat it up. Um, that's not mass-produced or stopping somewhere and getting it. Um, we're thinking that we're thinking, I mean, there's a few ideas. We have a couple ideas floating around, through. but the main core of it is that we want to be able to offer more, um, and maybe in a different, um, you know, who knows, maybe, maybe it's somewhere where during the week someone could stop in and grab it versus it being delivered on one day per week. Um, something like that. We yeah. haven't quite figured that out yet. But, but the core of it is we want to offer more things. Yeah. And we've heard a lot from our customers that they would like it if we offered um, breakfast items or other items that they look for. And that's, that's what's exciting is we want to hear what people want so that we can make it for them. Yeah. So. And I mean, things like people love the lasagna. So we're like, well, if we make little individual serve lasagnas that are frozen that you can take and thaw overnight and then reheat when you get home you know something like that where like that would be perfect for people you know yeah. that would be something where you could stop in after work we would be here maybe <laughs> um and you know just pick something up and then you have it ready so that's something where not necessarily grab and go where it's ready to eat at that moment but something where you don't have to wait until friday night or saturday morning for your delivery where you can just kind of stop in and say hey i want to pick up a few items and uh you know, maybe just some to... mac and cheeses and some lasagnas things things like that nice yeah and i mean we always we're looking to expand you know further north we go to providence we want to be able to go to um the east bay a little bit more we have a friend that's offered to uh be a delivery driver for us there so you know so 
the Soko Veg fleet. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we just need the orders there, and then you know, it's that's how we have how, someone ready to go. So yeah. place your orders, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> place <Hi>. your orders. <laughs> Anything else that you want to ask? Um, so the best place to find you guys is Instagram or Facebook. Yes, Instagram or Facebook. We're Soko Veg uh, on both of those. Our website is SokoVegRI.com. All of the don't forget or- the RI. Don't forget the RI. SokoVegRI.com, and all of our orders and all of uh, communication is um, online. So send us an email, send us a message on Facebook or Instagram. We're we try to be really quick to respond. Um, any questions? Um, but yeah, everything is online. So you place your order online, um, and everything is kind of done um, via online communication. So. And it is super easy. I can attest. It's an easy system to work with. (laughs) And it will be uh, contactless coming up. Yes. Um, It's always contactless, but, you know, during the first swing of the pandemic, we had a lot of people that were like, just leave it on the porch. I don't want to see you. Um, So I think that had that eased up a little bit over the summer where people Mm -hmm. were coming up to meet us for their deliveries. But we started as contactless. We still are that way. Um, we have a spot on our order form that asks you where we can leave your meals for you. So you don't ever have to see us. You can just eat the food. <laughs> um, and if you choose to pick up, we um, all you need to do is pop your trunk. So you don't ever need to share any airspace with us unless you would like to. Um, but yeah, we, we keep things as safe as we, as we can. Thanks. Awesome. Well, we just want to thank you guys for yes. taking the time to sit down with thank us and you. do this. Thank you so uh, much. Because we've been, I mean, Mary found you guys very early on. It was very exciting because <laughs> yes. we've been trying to eat healthier yeah. and everything. And what you guys are doing is, one, awesome uh, for the community, but also awesome for us as yeah. very happy customers. <laughs> yeah. So We're happy just you're happy. Thank you, guys. thank you so thank much. Thank you so much. It's been great talking with you, and we love cooking for you both. So. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> SoCo Veg, South County's premier vegan food service. Tastes from around the globe, delivered to your front step.